Hi, my name is Don Long. I started this podcast to share not only my story, but to share others' untold stories, to share the truth and journey of healing, so I can show you that it is safe to do the same. We are transforming and healing together. This show is about the heart-centered transformation for you, for me, and the world. This is the Your Transformation Journey show, and this is our journey together. Let's begin. Hello, my lovelies. Welcome back to another episode of Your Transformation Journey podcast. And today we're going to talk about what are some common triggers and how can you recognize them. Now, before we get started, just as a reminder, if you have not downloaded your free Five Signs Inner Child workbook, please do so. It'll be down in the show notes. There are also some other free goodies on the website for you to take a look at. There's also a free course on breaking negative patterns. And now let's get right into the meat and potatoes of today's podcast. So common triggers. Common triggers are specific stimuli or situations that elicit a strong emotional or psychological response due to their association with the past painful or traumatic experiences. Recognizing triggers is crucial for understanding and managing our emotional reactions. We're going to go over some types of triggers and how to recognize them. Number one, sensory triggers. And I think this is something that everybody is going to be able to identify with. These triggers are associated with sensory experiences such as certain smells, sounds, taste, textures, or visual clues. For example, the smell of a particular cologne may remind you of an abusive figure from your past. Recognizing sensory triggers involves paying attention to our physical sensations and noting any immediate or emotional or psychological responses that arise in specific sensory contexts. And with this, with sensory triggers, It's important to note that it's not all bad. I mean, when I smell certain smells, it brings back good memories of childhood. Like when you can smell the saltiness of the air. And if you've ever had the ability to be by the ocean, you know that smell, that brine, that really strong smell of the ocean. And I remember smells like that. Or let's say taste. One of my grandparents were the ones that got me started on eating cherries because, oh man, not only are they just so wonderful and so juicy, those are the things that I remembered from my childhood. And those were good things. So sensory triggers is not all tied up in bad things. Number two, situational triggers. These triggers are related to specific situations or circumstances that resemble or symbolize past traumatic events. 
They can include being in crowded places, conflict situations, or certain social settings. Recognizing situational triggers involves reflecting on your emotional responses and patterns of behavior in specific situations and noting any reoccurring distress or discomfort. Number three, emotional triggers. These are associated with particular emotions that arise due to past experiences. For example, feeling intense fear, anger, or sadness when confronted with rejection or criticism. Recognizing emotional triggers involves being mindful of how your emotional states and identifying any sudden or overwhelming shifts in the emotions that may not match the current situation. Number four, relationship triggers. These triggers arise when within the context of relationships, such as interacting with specific individuals, um, like that person that may have not kept you totally safe. This includes authority figures or certain relationship dynamics. They can evoke feelings of abandonment, betrayal, or powerlessness. Recognizing relationship triggers involves noticing patterns of emotional reactions or negative thoughts that consistently arise in specific relational contexts. Number five, anniversary triggers. Now, a lot of people have anniversary triggers, especially when it comes with traumatic loss or a death of a family member or your person. And it might have been not only just the loss itself was traumatic, but there may have been something tied to that loss that was a traumatic event. And with these anniversary triggers, they're associated with specific dates or anniversaries of the traumatic event. They can include the anniversary of a loss, a traumatic incident, or a significant life event. Recognizing anniversary triggers involves being aware of any shifts in mood, increased anxiety, or intrusive thoughts that occur around certain dates or anniversaries. And these can be super hard because this is something that I've noticed within myself, within some others that I'm working with. And when that anniversary, that date comes around and it can start manifesting a good week to two weeks maybe before this anniversary starts is upon us and you'll start noticing that you're feeling down, that you're feeling grumpy, you know, you're just feeling out of sorts and you're not really understanding why until that date arrives. And then when that date arrives, sometimes that usually clicks. And sometimes for me, June and September are two big ones for me. And it's something that I work through. And when we recognize that and we become aware of those shifts, then we can actually work to 
cultivate a better self-awareness of that, better mindfulness and, and be introspection or introspective. And by doing that, we're paying attention to the emotional and psychological responses in different situations and environments. One of the hints that I have, sorry, I just like hit the crap out of my mic. One of the things that you can do is keep a journal to track patterns, noting any commonalities between situations where intense emotions or distress arise. Seeking therapy or counseling can also provide guidance and support in identifying and understanding the triggers more deeply. Once you recognize your triggers, you can develop strategies to manage and cope with them effectively. This may involve implementing self-care practices, practicing grounding techniques, seeking support from loved ones or professionals, and engaging in trauma-informed therapies such as cognitive behavioral therapy or eye movement desensitization and reprocessing, which in short is called EMDR. And when we learn those coping mechanisms on how to deal with our triggers and to recognize them, it really impacts your life for the better because now you now have the tools to be able to have awareness of that and to be able to start looking at those situations and getting to the point to where you may be in that situation you see it, but the emotions is sort of removed from it. And it allows you to see it for what it actually is and to be able to break that different and that difficult pattern. Thank you for listening for me to, today. <laughs> and I know that you're unstoppable. You are the beacon of hope, and you are loved. Like this podcast, do me a favor and share among your friends and your family. Let's get this podcast to grow. You can also find me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. And I also have a website, You Are Loved.